Hey, what's up you guys? This is Roxy and Aubrey, and we wanna welcome you to the Why Not You podcast. In this series, what you're gonna be getting from us is how we were able to completely change our entire lives, you know? Uh, I used to be a waitress. Aubrey had his doctorate of physical therapy, and both of us decided to go outside of what we were brought up in and just decided to completely revolutionize and completely change our lives. And what we're gonna be sharing with you is how we were able to do that, how we were able to build a million dollar business, become our own bosses, and truly just live this extraordinary life where we get to be the creators and design a life that we're excited and passionate about and how we were able to overcome obstacles, multiple jobs, unsupportive friends and family, challenges, and all the things that come up whenever you set your mind to big goals. We're gonna be sharing those things with you here, so whatever your big goals are, you can have a toolbox and mentors there with you every step of the way. We're excited. Hey, what's up, you guys? <laughs> Man, Roxy loves my radio voice, you know? Uh, <laughs> But anyway, I'm super excited. This is episode 36 of the Why Not You podcast. Man, I'm super excited to keep giving you guys value. That's our intentions is to give you guys value, develop you guys, uh, and to give you guys the tools and the thinking of success. You know, so we're talking episode 36 is how to end, how to start, mm -hmm. right? We're ending out at the time of this podcast, 2020. It's been an incredible year. Uh, incredible for a few reasons. The challenges, we're still here and we're growing. And, uh, you know, whether you feel like it's been a successful year or not, whatever you go through is also inserted in you and imprinted in you in value that may show up even later. So don't worry. So today we're going to be talking about how to end and how to start because the fourth quarter is honestly one of my favorite times because, A, I see a lot of success in the next year pinpointed from things that happened in the fourth quarter of the year previous or more years behind that. And then also, I feel like it's just such a great opportunity because this is where people start to separate themselves. Uh, and the people that separate themselves are the people that are willing to do the work and willing to stay disciplined. And what I love about discipline is discipline isn't a talent. It's not a gene you're born with. It's a daily decision like a practice. Uh, and I think that's a great separator. So let's talk about number one, some things on how to end. So mm -hmm. let's talk about completing. Let's talk about finishing. Let's talk about the habit of what you start, you end. Mm. Uh, and I think what this comes with is how you do anything is how you do everything. If you tend to be somebody that starts things and stops, leaves things half done, you know, maybe you think that stays just in that year. Or maybe you think that stays in, oh, my bed's not made up or oh, I didn't complete this task or I started to follow up with that client or start that 21 day challenge. And oh, I got to day 17 or a 90 day plan and you didn't finish, what would you say to somebody that uh, may not have built the habit yet of completing and why would it be important to complete this year? Um, I think that this is actually such a great time. Um, it's a great time where, for example, December and just even the fourth quarter, I think it truly exposes where you may be lacking. Yep. Um, it's a separator. For it's, sure. a, it's, it's, it's a great separator, you know, and for example, it's easy to be excited. It's easy to be a movement. It's easy to show up when there's a high demand for what it is that you have to offer, 
when it's nice and sunny and warm. Uh, people just have a different mindset at the very beginning of the year because like for example in the business that we do you know we even see a, a difference you know so many people are just ready to get started at the very beginning of the new year um, and then it just uh, during you know this time of year things can kind of you know slow down a bit and as an entrepreneur as a business owner I think this is really key and great and it's really a great time to assess, like self-assess, you know, how am I showing up? Where's my excitement level? Um, do, do, do I have areas where I can improve, like assess from this, this month to, for example, maybe your highest and biggest month in your own business? How did you show up? How did you show up and what was the biggest difference? Mm -hmm. I think it's key. And I, I didn't get to answer your question. I, I think that was key, but I think also to add into that is like how you show up in January and February, March is the same you or me that showed up in November and December. And I think when, you know, for personally, I'll just speak for myself. When I took responsibility for how I show up, regardless of the day on the calendar, that's when everything changed. Because I took the power away from showing up based on circumstances or based on feeling, which is always going to be up and down. Circumstances, by the very nature of them, are always going to change. The weather changes every day. Or if I go off my feeling, my feeling is a gambit. Emotions are a gambit, right? Uh, but if I show up based on that, that means that I'm going to show up in and out, up and down. And then, guess what kind of results I'm going to get? In and out, up and down. Mm -hmm. So the biggest thing I started to see was... Maybe I thought things were small. Maybe I thought finishing the year, man, what if I just check out kind of, because it's so simple to check out. If it's getting colder, today was a little colder, so simple to just say, well, this workout doesn't matter. This shake doesn't matter. This personal development session doesn't matter. Uh, this follow-up doesn't matter. This post doesn't matter. This shift doesn't, it's so easy to say this doesn't matter, but I'm gonna encourage you that it all matters. And to take on that mindset because it does. Everything matters. How you show so, up in December matters those, big time. Those sound like downhill habits. Downhill habits, which we talked about. So it all matters because you're the same person and not showing up that you would be if you showed up, meaning in January. So when you, when you take responsibility for that, then it shows up in January early. That's what's key. So let's talk about the next one. Now, this is for the people that use the reasoning of the holidays to check out saying, well, this is the holidays, meaning pretty much November-ish, I would even say Christmas or Halloween-ish and on till about, I'm going to be real. I don't see people really checking in a little bit January 1st, but most people are hungover. Uh, maybe mid-January, it really starts kicking in February, March when it warms up. What would you say to the person that's like, oh, man, this is just the holidays. I'm going to let it go versus, you know, understanding that there are two meals. The biggest thing is that your choices will always take you somewhere. And for example, as long as you keep on having that mindset of, well, this isn't so bad. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just this day. It's just a few weeks. Like, it's just that. Like all of that has an impact on your yeah. life and your goals and where you want to go. I think sometimes we underestimate the importance of one day mm -hmm. and the, the, 
the how much you could get ahead in a single day. Yep. You know, because again, it, what's easy to do is also easy not to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that the more that you allow yourself to do that, like the biggest thing is that the more that you do that is the more you set your goals, like almost like on a back burner. Yeah. And it's just like, I'll get to them when I get to them. And then it's just like, you know, when, when you speak to someone or I've seen this, it's just like, Oh, I just has, haven't been motivated. Things are, are tough and I get it. You know, things happen in life, but as long as you continue to like, start stop start stop it's always going to be hard for you and yeah. as long as it keeps on you keep on doing that the biggest thing is that it's it, it's going to affect like it doesn't just affect your goals it affects also your belief it affects how much action you're willing to take your confidence it affects your confidence like all of those things you're affecting whether you know it or you don't mm -hmm. and i think most people don't know that it affects those things. And if your belief is affected, your confidence is affected, and your action taking is affected, then everything else is affected, mm -hmm. you know? And, and especially your goals and where you want to go gets affected. Mm -hmm. And nobody else chose that but you. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just like it's going back to what Aubrey just talked about, taking personal responsibility because sometimes it's but it's easy to, to blame the outside, the circumstances and all of these things. But I guarantee you that there's people out there with your same circumstances or even worse who have still made things happen. Yep. Uh, and this brings up a point and it's been kind of like on my heart lately because I'm not I used to be the guy that would just like be like, yo, this is the way it is. And then I kind of backed up off of that and kind of like let people do their journey. And uh I've really been thinking about this point where people are like, mental health, I need to take my mental health. I need to take this for me. And I need to do this because of that. And I'm all for mental health. I'm all for taking care of yourself. But this is one thing that I feel like, and this is just in my opinion, if you never get to what's causing you the stress, the strain, the anxiety, then it's just gonna keep getting bigger. Taking a break, taking uh, not paying attention to it, ignoring it, Going and eating or doing whatever you do to cope is not going to make the thing better. And in fact, you're going to get worse. It's like, for example, if I have a toothache and I say, you know what? I just need a day and I go just eat ice cream and I don't feel like getting out of bed. Guess what? My tooth gets more bacteria, gets more inflamed. There's more sugar from the ice cream and I just gained weight and now I'm feeling even worse. And my toothache is going to get worse. And I think it comes back to responsibility because as your life grows your responsibility grows and if you don't take on these things then they get bigger it's like the thing is like weeds you don't have to look at weeds for them to grow they're gonna grow and I think that's one thing that's been coming up for me because I have friends I have family we have clients we have team members they're like I need a mental health day it's like well you're stressing your strain because you haven't looked at any of these things and, and you think, don't work on them. And I think too, what happens is when, and, and again, we're for that, you know, but I think for example, like if you think about it, what, when we, we say those things, it's because like there's, there's a stress somewhere. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's your job. Maybe it's the lack of money. Maybe it's your living situation. It's your bills. It's your car payment. It's all of those things. A lot of those have to do with money. A lot of those have to do with money. 
And for example, you know, like... Let me just put this in there. And then people will take a, a day off work, lose money. People will go buy stuff, spend money. People will stop building a project that was going to be a business to make money. It's like, yeah. it's a double negative. Yeah. And then, and then what ends up happening though, what I've seen is that, for example, a lot of the times then what, what happens is like, oh, I need to take a break, which is awesome if that's what you need. Um, again, this is just our opinion and it's not like a proven, yeah. it's not fact or whatever. You take it, take it with a grain of salt. You know, but then what happens is like, I need a vacation. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, like for myself, you know, uh, like I could honestly say we've had a whole lot of things happen, I think, in the, in the last year. But I don't feel that I need a vacation because I don't feel that I need to vacate from anything. Like our life is. And the vacation is not going to help anything. It's not. You're going to come back to the it's problem magnified with some more bills on your credit card. It's a band-aid. I think it's a band-aid. I think it's a band-aid. I'm going to throw in there. It's, a, it's an infector. Mm -hmm. You just told your mind it's okay to take off, which doesn't build the muscle. You come back and on vacation, you spend two to three. T I don't know about you guys, but when we go on vacation, easily $100 in food a day. A a accommodations are 200 to $400 a day. That's three hundred to four hundred dollars a day. Let's say you just take three days. You just came back a thousand dollars spent. When you left a place, let's put it like this. I'm gonna break down even more numbers for you. You just left a place that you were spending rent at or mortgage at to go pay double. So, for example, just easy numbers. You, if your rent is twenty one hundred dollars, that means you're spending seventy dollars a day. Break it down by thirty on rent. So, if I take a vacation, I'm like, rocks, man. We're, we're stressed. Let's go somewhere. I go for three days, $300 a night on the room, $100 on eating, and that's really low. That's $400 a day, $1,200 over three days. Plus, I just spent 70 at home, 70 at home, 70 at home, $210 in rent. So that's almost $1,500 that I took to make an impact on our finances. If, and if we're so stressed about finances or whatever it may be, that just made it worse. A lot worse so I think that's something people don't really look at it's not like let me take a break let me go to the gym let me take a break let me go for a two-mile walk it's like let me just take a break and, and just let everything go and go spend and I think I don't know maybe your mom or dad never told you maybe your friends you ne you didn't talk about this stuff around the water cooler or whatever it was but I, I, I think for this episode it's about if you can't say you didn't hear it if you heard it here and I, if you want to take your breaks, all that stuff. But I'm going to tell you this. Somebody asked us, they were like, why don't you go on a bunch of vacations? And it was like, to be honest, we worked hard to have our days be a way we love. So we don't need a vacation from them. Like that was something we wanted to work hard for. Like, OK, we could work hard to get a new car. We could work hard to get some nice shoes or we could work hard to build a life that we didn't need a vacation from. That was our choice. And of course, we do want to see the world. It's not that we don't want to of get course. out. And, and there's plans for that, right? And and that's great. And But it's just like exactly what Aubrey says. Like, I don't have this, like, I got to go somewhere next month. I got to go somewhere. Like, it's just like, it's not that thing for, for us, you know? But it's just, I think that... Or I got to go buy this. Or yeah. I got to go... And I got to just let everything go and, and have some me time. It's like, and I think that like, for example, like if you're a person that loves to take trips, like that's awesome, but just make sure that it's not 
from a space of you're 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 doing the things because you're running away from something. That's true. That's like And it's thing. not just trips. It's I see people do it in ways that they just unplug from everything. Yeah, and that's the thing. Or or they just sleep. Mm. Or they just watch and binge on Netflix or binge on movies. Or I, they just go out for happy hour all the happy time. Happy hour. It's like it's it's those things. It's your that, coping mechanism. Yes. It's what what makes you feel better, even though it might not be better for you. Mm-hmm. And it's like like being willing to ask yourself why. And then I'm gonna recommend this: being willing to get real with yourself and saying, "When am I gonna get to this problem? And if I don't, what's gonna happen?" Like, am I okay being? you know, 40 years old and still being in an apartment? Am I okay with being in my 30s and still living at home? Am I okay with starting a family and being in debt? Like asking yourself those questions because like Jim Rohn said, one of our mentors said, society doesn't demand that you be healthy. The government's not gonna make you be financially savvy, right? You know, they're not gonna make you build a happy life. That's on us. So I think when we start really understanding that this life is built and I'm going to recommend why not sacrifice earlier than later if you're going to like it's going to be a sacrifice. That's exactly what uh, John C. talks about. He talks about there's there's two things that you could do. You could play now and pay later or you could pay now and play later. Mm -hmm. And. You know, you got to think, like, for example, if right now you're listening to this, if you're in your 20s, if you're in your 30s, like, you're never going to be as young as you are today. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, take advantage of being young. Take advantage of vitality, the vitality, lack of responsibility, your looks, yeah. like, all of those little things. Bro, you, girl, you're not going to be 20 and 30 <laughs> looking bomb. And if you don't no have kids, for, for example, too, like, take advantage that you don't have, like, the only responsibility is you. Yes. That you have that luxury, right? Um, and, and, and for example, like, again, you're not going to be as young as you are today. And I think what I have seen is that most people decide to play now and there's nothing wrong with that. But then you got to ask yourself when you're 40, 50, 60, because that age is going to come whether we want to or not. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, how is your life going to look like? And are you going to be excited? Are you going to be happy? Mm -hmm. Or are you going to still have to be struggling? And, Mm -hmm. And it's just like. Like, it's, it's ultimately your choice. Yeah. And I think the last thing we're going to get, and we're going to get to the next one is, okay, number one, finances cause a lot of issues and strain. So number one, I would recommend to you to seek financial freedom. Now, what is financial freedom? Because people throw that word around, right? Financial freedom, the definition given by T. Harvecker in The Millionaire Mind, which is a book I highly recommend, is where your passive income, and passive income is money you don't have to work for. This is investments growing. This is uh, dividends from stocks. This is royalties from, you know, an Herbalife nutrition or if you're in network marketing, you have residual or royalty income or your author, your actor, your singer. Money you don't have to, you know, if you have rental properties, money you don't have to actively hourly work for, paying for your desired lifestyle. So, for example, if your desired lifestyle is $5,000 a month because your rent slash mortgage is 2000 your groceries are a thousand, gas, insurance, and bills are another thousand, and then you want to play with the other, right? Then you need to be making five thousand from your passive income, meaning you don't have. If you didn't work that day, you would still make income. That's financial freedom. Okay. So here's the key, though: is financial freedom 
is going to take a sacrifice to build up the money to be able to invest in the tools or what I tell people in Herbalife, Herbalife Nutrition isn't expensive as a business, $95 to get started. It takes time, time to invest in your business, to learn the products, learn the marketing plan, learn the business skills. Mm -hmm. And then that can turn into passive slash residual income that can then pay for your, pay for your life, desired lifestyle, right? So with that, it's about figuring out when you want to get your problems taken care of to then start having your life be about better quality problems. Problems are never gonna go away. But this is what I would encourage you. If I was like, if you were my son or my daughter and I was trying to teach you something about the world that I had learned, right? Because I love what Bruce Lee said. He said, instead of giving your kids everything you never had, why don't you give them everything you wish you learned? I would say to get rid of the low, I would say low quality problems how am I going to pay for rent? How am I going to pay these credit cards off? How am I going to pay for this food? How am I going to just get a job? That's low quality problems. That's survival problems. Instead, I would encourage you to figure out life first, get your money right first, mm -hmm. to then have your problems be like, how can I give more? Who can I help? Where can I make a difference? Where can I adventure to? What can I see? Who can I become? What can I create? That's, those are different quality. Like we have business mentors. Their name is Mark and Jill. They've been in Herbalife Nutrition for 15 years. And our, one of our last business mentoring Zooms, they said, man, our family's taken care of. They've, they've killed it in the business and they've set their family up well. Man, our next, you know what our passion project is? We want to figure out how to help you guys all make great income so we can travel the world and party together. <laughs> And I was like, dang, I love having mentors like that because they're at a place where if they never worked again, they don't, they don't need to work. They don't get onto our business Zooms. They don't, they're opening up a nutrition center in Colorado. They're setting up you know, all kinds of promote. They don't have to. They have three little girls that they could just be with all day. But their problems, and problems are just opportunities for growth, are how can I help other people? How can I build up this organization of leaders? How can I be a part of this amazing company called Herbalife Nutrition and, and grow the impact? Like that's a different quality of problem. And that's what I would recommend to you. So let's get into, okay, so we've got completing, done. Now let's talk about how to start the year. So let's start, let's start with this, the marathon mindset. So what would you give to somebody that's starting out the year about making sure you plan and pace. I would say take the time and actually gather yourself and really ask yourself, what do I want? What am I willing to work for? And what am I willing to give up? And then also in that process, create a vision board for your year. Yes, vision board. But just for that year, like what do you really wish to accomplish? And then just get honest with yourself and then from there, even just like ask yourself, man, if I really commit, if I go from start to finish, like how much progress can mm -hmm. I make? You know, I would say that. And then on the flip side of that, I would also encourage you to look at, for example, if you let another year go by, maybe just the way that 2020 went by, you know, I would encourage you to, to also look at, for example, what's the cost mm -hmm. if you don't commit, if you don't plan, if you don't take action, if you don't go from start to finish, if you don't know 
like exactly what it is that you want like what does it cost mm -hmm. and what is it going to cost you um is it going to be like you know not being able to do the things that you want not being able to take care of your family like whatever it is like there's always a cost as well mm -hmm. yeah vision board i might sound hokey it might sound woo woo but a vision board we've seen so many things happen for us so many things happen for our business partners i've heard it over and over from successful people this happened that happened like what if it was true would it be so bad to invest a couple hours and maybe 15 to 25 dollars in a vision board like ours is right in front of our bed we do it every year so i think why it's so powerful is because it clarifies where you're going mm -hmm. right I don't know about you, but sometimes I felt bogged down. I felt like survival mode was on and I could only see the weekend. I could maybe see this month, but it was never before we got started in Herbalife. What does five years look like? Right. And when they asked us when we started, they were like, okay, what's your five year goals? Where do you see your life in five years? It was the first time I had really sat up. I was 27 years old. Roxy was 24. And I said, okay, what does it look like? Mm -hmm. That would have me in my thirties. What do, where do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Where do I want to live? How do I want my days to be? And uh, that's what I would start with. What do you want your life to be like if it could be any way? That's how to build your vision board. Where do you live? How's your family life? How's your adventures or your passions? What do you drive? How do you dress? What's your physical health results? What are you giving? And then find a picture for every single one of them that it doesn't have to be spot on, but just Google, right? You know, fit woman, fit mom, fit guy or whatever it is. And a picture that resonates for you, put it on there. It doesn't have to be super exact to the T. It just has to spark in you that reminder of that's what you're building that day. Because a wall gets built brick by brick and then your life gets built day by day. So I think that's key. So now let's talk about the, the power of, okay, you've got this vision. You've got this ideal life. The power of, or let's say the differences between working with a mentor and setting up a plan versus figuring it out on your own and shooting from the hip. Um, the biggest difference is that, for example, when, at least for me, you know, like we still work with our mentors and you got a mentor session like 30 uh, minutes and it, it keeps us accountable so for example that's one of the things that i like is that it, it it has you more accountable but then also you you get the opportunity to have somebody on your corner but also you get to see things from their perspective which is a bird's eye view mm -hmm. so for example it's like that quote that they say you can't see the picture when you're in the frame you know, and that's the difference that, for example, when you're not working with someone, you're just shooting off the hip. Like Aubrey said, you're it's kind of like a spaghetti thrown on the wall, mm -hmm. you know, and you're just kind of like, well, I hope it sticks. I hope this works. And my advice too, when working with the mentor is uh, eliminate words like I know mm -hmm. the minute that you say that, you know, is a minute that you close off yourself and 
like it's kind of like now the minute that you say I know the minute that I even hear this with, with people is just like your cup is full mm -hmm. and people can't pour into a cup that's already full like mm -hmm. you've got to be willing you know and you get to come with an empty cup because for example if you did know it all you'd be everywhere that you want to be mm -hmm. so clearly you don't know it all you know so it's eliminating those things um, eliminating also um, taking things personal mm -hmm. I think is very key because for example like when we work with our mentor if he tells us to shift or tweak or whatever it may be i know it comes from a space of him and and her wanting to see us grow mm -hmm. wanting us to, to to you know to be prosperous and successful so therefore they're going to tell us things that maybe we don't necessarily like maybe we don't necessarily want to hear but it's what is required in order for us to grow to make the shifts that are required and and to get to where we want to go so I would say that, you know, and if you don't work with a mentor, that's great too if you choose that, but why would you choose that when there's people who've already gone the way and people that can help make your path a little bit more, you know, clear? Mm -hmm. I think that's right on. And it, I think it comes down to what's your relationship with the mentor model and like, are you trusting in that model, trusting in somebody that'll give you the tools and help you get ahead? Or are you believing in the model that I know it all and I know best? I think that when you make that shift mm -hmm. from, okay, I've gotten me here, my thinking and my understanding has gotten me to where I am today. I can keep doing the same thing over and over and I might get some results mm -hmm. off of consistency, but if I want big growth, exponential growth mm -hmm. that is going to come from a different way mm -hmm. and that different way has to be a an effective way and how can i know that if i don't work with a mentor and a coach yep and just take it on and just take it on like for us mm -hmm. like it's one thing that like i can say that we just take it on and you know when we have our, our mentor meetings we don't complain mm -hmm. we don't complain we just do we just act and it's just like okay i know that this is so that it can give me access to go to the places that I said that I want to go, mm -hmm. you know? And if you don't like something, then, hey, you know what? Be like, hey, mentor, I don't like this and I don't want to do it. I don't want to work with you. Perfect. You know, don't waste your mentor's time either. Mm -hmm. You know, that's another thing. Don't waste people's time because people's time is precious. Mm -hmm. um, so that's another tip. And I think with that, once you get the plan, trust the process understanding that the results are going to take time to show we work in 90 day plans uh in 2020 i've done i've completed four i've done 90 plan day plans all year and we've grown our business by over 100 percent. so they definitely work uh but understanding that the results are not going to come in the beginning they're not even going to be linear like it's not going to be a straight line like 10 days in it's 10 days of growth no it's usually like an upward curve where it takes a while in the beginning and then it shoots up at the end because it takes time things underground, not being seen to grow the foundation, to sprout the growth. So trusting the process. And then the last thing we'll leave you with is, you know, with this end of the year and, and the start to the new year is, you know, build the future and don't settle for the present. Like understanding that your better future is possible if you commit to the process and you don't have to settle for how things are today. They might not be how you want them to be. Things might not be exciting or great, 
But if you can just get grounded in, your life can change dramatically, right? People overestimate what they can do in a year, but they underestimate what they can do in 10 remember, years. remember, time flies. It so does. don't take time lightly. Sometimes, We've already been in business eight years. Yeah, sometimes you can be like, oh, it's just, again, not doing, uh, what do you call it? Just letting the days go by, but just like ask yourself, like, do you not remember when we were just saying, oh, I'm 2020? Yeah. Like, it literally, it time flies and mm -hmm. just don't let it pass you by don't well i hope you guys got value from this always love when you guys like and subscribe to the podcast comment your takeaway share and tag us and let us know what you took away from this we love to hear it and we love when you guys share with other people our intention is to give value help people develop and grow to their better life so thank you guys so much bye episode guys. 36 bye